What's the big idea? Alrighty. Boom, boom. This is uh, 45, right? I I'm, I was trying to think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. It's uh, episode 45. And to mark the occasion, we have, uh, I don't know if anybody notices anything different, <laughs> but we're a little reclined here today. Yeah. We've got some new chairs some that are upgrades. like very comfortable. Long time waiting. we got some uh, Olympians coming on the show soon, so we better, figured we better get some comfortable seats because yeah. uh, we don't value our own bodies, but uh, we do value the bodies of Olympians. So watch for those, and they'll uh, yeah they'll be in studio too. So we we have to. Those are for the makeup room now, right? Yes. So when we or the green where room we, where we do the makeup, room. we prep everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talcum everybody. No, uh, we just prep ourselves. We prep ourselves. We That's why we look guests. so good. We yeah. should tell people that. That's why we look so good. It's because yeah. we wear uh, excessive, copious amounts of makeup and cover up hair gel. Yeah, I'm actually a white man. Uh, this is just, just just one of those new tones bronzer yeah bronzer <laughs> bronzer i hardly even anyway so the uh the uh, the target the target the, to- the topic today is uh is playing loud better because uh in volleyball i think parents and players and coaches can understand and relate to this that there are teams that are loud there are players that are loud. There are coaches that encourage teams to be loud. There are parents who wish their kids would be louder. Yeah. But is it better to be loud? Is it that simple to just be loud? Or is there something else at work? Could it be damaging to ask mm-hmm. a player to be louder? Could it be, is it ever bad? Is it ever good? This where might be does sh- it come from? Like, yeah. where, where does this, I mean, right off the bat, like this, another thing, just coming back to, in our previous talks about comparing to these national teams or pro teams and stuff. I think this comes from emulating the environment of a professional stadium and stuff where, Mm -hmm. you know, the home crowd has the advantage of just being so, uh, I mean, it's, I guess it's not obnoxious, but like overwhelming. Yeah. Right. And that, that, that will then give the whoever teams associated with that loudness the strength, Mm -hmm. which is, yeah, that already means you're looking for like an external, uh, support to give you an edge in the game, right? right? Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think, yeah, like where else would this come from? The, yeah. hey, let's be loud. Like, I mean, it's probably Viking tribal <laughs> stuff, oh, like yeah. intimidating, right? Like yeah. loud noises scare people. So if you're loud, then you could throw the other team off. And what, what form of loud is good? Like you do, like obviously your energy needs to be present on the court. And so <laughs> you're not going to be silent volleyball is as we know it a very um energetic sport mm-hmm. um where there's a lot of you are close to the to the other team and like you can definitely feel the energy are you a loud player uh no well it just kind of depends not really me neither yeah, yeah. certain points i'll get like pretty like yeah let's go or something like that yeah. but um sorry what was that how do you say it yeah <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> it's so weird to say it like when I'm not like I know, I'm fired actually up, yeah. feeling it. You're not a loud well, player at all. No, I'm not. You're I get quiet. Like, I'll yeah. get occasionally upset at myself, but um, <laughs> yeah, right. If you're only in, yeah, just, but but just but not. I don't get down. I get like excited about the next play. That's the good thing. Like I, some people get angry and they get down, but I don't get. Uh, I get uh, excited. Yeah, yeah. To mess up again. You're just back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just focus. Yeah. Back. But no, I'm not loud. Yeah. I like, I don't, I don't resent loud. Like I do 
it's funny though because there are like it, there's a part of me that um when the other team is loud it fires me up yeah you know what i mean yeah uh i i kind of get excited about that because i can't wait to shut them up yeah that's that's it. that's where it could backfire too but but here's the thing i think that the answer really is like maybe this is a short episode no i'm just kidding <laughs> um so let's get into that i like how you said like where does it come from i think i think it comes from intimidation it could also come from a place of nervousness like there are some coaches that like tell players to be loud and yeah, it's, ag- yeah. it's against the player's nature that's what bugs me yeah when, when you're loud like you said too like you said like you couldn't it's hard to be like let's go when you're not really feeling it you're right and when a coach is like telling you to that sort of makes it could lower your self-esteem as a player because now you're like okay my real self isn't good enough i must play this role you know what i mean yep it was and it like so my loudness i think is something i developed when i was playing like college ball because it was a our team was doing it like the the team you know like even though i was an older guy i was a rookie going on this team they had like the pre-game kind of chant thing and like in the team room mm-hmm. you know and it, uh, it's always weird because you do that you get all fired up and stuff and then all of a sudden it's quiet and then you have to walk from there to the gym and then it's like where's that energy now it's like it, yes you know what i mean so it feels weird and then in that moment when you are walking to the gym it's just back to all you've got which is just you and your your own control of your own mental state right Mm -hmm. and then but then the other way that i think it was also if that's the internal uh factor that made me or exposed me to it and then the external one was being in really loud gyms or whatever you go to other schools and like they're really they're really loud but also i would do a lot of the same is just kind of there's nothing better than like getting a huge block on another team and then just like making it look like it's not even a big deal right? yeah there is something that's, about that yeah that's my favorite way well, to celebrate and I a guess. lot of coaches say that line act like you've been here before yeah like, act like you've done this before which is more intimidating anyway right? yeah, yeah someone cranks a ball line like you know and just walks away like it's nothing that's pretty pretty intimidating yeah stuff blocks not too celebratory right i think that um i i really think that people i think the people just need to be themselves i think coaches need to understand that the minute you start telling someone that their natural tendency isn't good, then that that makes the player maybe more self-conscious, right? It makes them feel worse about who they are and then they're out there. I've seen young teams where like beach teams especially were like, come on, let's go, yeah. Yeah. And the problem with that too is when things get bad and they start losing, it's very difficult to keep that voice up and then you get a double whammy because not only now are you starting to lose points but now you're quiet yeah and then it like magnifies what's happening because you said like the extra layer of stuff that's the one good thing about always playing against a loud team that i realize now yeah you have that advantage over them yeah once you start to like get those points on them and like when those little battles yeah get quiet and then yeah i had i had a so in this case it was the parents like my uh my daughter was playing club and they were down or i told you that story where she, she was down like 14 9 in yeah, the yeah. third oh yeah. and the parents were uber loud like screaming <laughs> and the problem with it was that the kids were associating the parents volume level with their success right so my daughter goes back and spins her two or three in a row. And this is a two out of three? And this is the third set. Yeah, two yeah. or three match club. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> she gets it up to like, uh, so it's like 12 or like 11, right? They take a timeout. Parents yeah. get quiet because she had done a little run earlier too. So they knew that in, the, in the match, right? So they knew that she's a spin server. And then the parents are dead quiet. And the players now 
Dude, the players are, are because just, they're dependent yeah. on the the noise yeah. uh, of themselves and their coaches and their especially the parents. And then they lost. She served it out sixteen fourteen, and um, a lot. Of, it was dead silent on that side. So the kids were like, "This must be really bad because they're not." making any more noise <laughs> exactly and the same with a noisy team like every panic sets in because nobody's cheering anymore yeah yeah so it's like an external extra thing that can make things seem worse than they are right well and that's that yeah if, if you're teaching the kids that this is a normal part of the environment or they're starting to think it is and all of a sudden it's gone yeah like you said yeah it's, it's like you're taking away the ball or something vital to the game yeah. in their mind and they can't perform um but i i, I think that like we talked about this too, like it, it's sort of rooted in like, can you fake confidence, right? Like, I think that's, that's what I mean when I see coaches like forcing their teams to be like, there are some players who don't get playing time, like in club ball because, because they're, they're not, not loud enough. The coach wants them to be louder. And I think people mistake loud with uh, aggressive, right? People like, because of the Viking or the, you know, warrior mentality, there's something about, you know, maybe pro wrestling's to blame or <laughs> <laughs> ultimate warrior. Um, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, a battlefield is a different thing, right? Like, <laughs> but that's sort of probably where it comes from, right? I, I, right, right. For England, the thing is, <laughs> when you're yeah, when you're on a battlefield and you're you're, I don't know, I, I can't relate, but like, <laughs> obviously, if you're truly invested in whatever you're fighting for, like, and you don't care if you go down, <laughs> w- going for it, you're gonna do whatever it takes, right? So, um, <laughs> that's a weird. But I, I had guys like that I would play with where I noticed that they would get louder uh, as a compensation for like when the team was doing poorly or something, or they just made a few mistakes. They try to like, yes, hey guys, we gotta bring up the energy and like, yeah, right. And and again, it's just it's a weird thing. It's like the coach saying, "All right, pass up." You know what I mean? It just I hear it, but I don't, I, I don't know what it means. It doesn't have any like, yeah, meaning to me, right? And like so, in some ways, I would end up trying to i would notice these certain players and i noticed that like they as much as of a a quieter player i am Mm -hmm. i think that some guys actually benefit from some energy or whatever so like that's giving it yeah when i I felt it was appropriate interesting yeah um to help them yeah that's interesting yeah Mm -hmm. because i i think yeah because i think like certain you know loudness on the court is is a good thing if it's contained and not too not too crazy like not not like there's the you can notice the difference especially when you're on the court and like you hear some people cheer and the direction they're cheering in and the type of things that they're saying like if you just get a bounce and then you just turn to your team and say like let's go and then like high fives mm-hmm. like that's very to me that's a internal so, like genuine. consolidation of energy and genuine energy and too. genuine yeah. yeah yeah and it's like it, and it feels like an actual celebration of the hard work you've been doing in practice that mm-hmm. led up to that pass that set that bounce right yep. especially if you especially if you're just running something you're working on or like or i'm oh, sorry mm-hmm. or it was a super tough serve or you just broke them on a two-point run which is super important yep. like so then that's key where point key point yeah. yeah 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 things like that because that's like and again contained within your own team not through the net <clears throat> and it goes mind you we lost this team recently but it was at the uh recent beach tournament and we were <laughs> playing as a, a guy that was very much the opposite He's saying things through the net and saying that the types of things he was saying <laughs> right and like and i knew this before the game and i'm like oh i and i used to not like playing against these players but now i understand that there's an advantage to it yep Anyways, we ended up losing to them, but <laughs> <laughs> which sucks. <laughs> sucks even more. But yeah, um, they they yeah. So that there's a different type of cheering where it's like all of a sudden they were quiet all game, and then uh, they get a f- 
you know, whatever we, we, we make a mistake, basically give him a free ball and then they get a good attack at yeah. it. And then he's a huge celebration out of it. Yeah. And I'm like, man, like it's, I don't say this. I'm just thinking it. But again, the, the fact I'm thinking this shows that he's in my head. Yeah. I'm like, we gave you a free ball. Like, why are you the celebrating you're so still thinking about it right now and talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. It means I'm so bothered. <laughs> no, yeah. but it, it's interesting because there's a difference between like chirping and taunting versus yeah. just loud. I mean, like, I think the idea is to like blow the other team off the court, overwhelm them with noise. And we've all played against those teams where you're like are getting blown off the court by the noise and you're like they're super loud, but it's I think people mistake that it's not the loud like the loudness can add to it for sure. Like if you you know if a team gets up 5 6 points, you're like Whoa, and then you're like taking that time out and they're like <laughs> and then you're walking back to your huddle and you're like all right guys, let's go. But I, again, I, there's certain players that will just um uh, and there's certain players that will take that team's noise and like let's just effing destroy these. I can't wait to shut them up. Like I, yeah, and I've had some players on teams like that. I've been that player. Like I just get fired up by their noise and more determined. And then there's other players that will get down. And I've been th- I think that like those teams is sort of a genuine. It feels like you know there's a momentum building and then there's a versus like let's start at zero zero with this loudness. There's a big difference. Yeah. Like you said, you were talking yeah. about the big point, the key point. There's there's times where we're all like really loud and it's because we're feeling good. And then there's other points where like some coaches are like, come on guys, make some noise and nobody's feeling it. <laughs> yes. <And> it's, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like I remember I have a specific like funny story. Like we were, we were playing, uh, this is high school. We like, this is back when the days when high school volleyball was like it in our area. It was like super high level. And um, actually, my old beach partner was on the other team. I think I told you this was Sean. Yeah, yeah. And, um, oh, and I don't know we, if I've heard this. Oh, we had this super rivalry with his school in high school, and it was like crazy. And and we hosted uh, the the high school, comp, the you know end of season tournament at our thing called Lawson, yeah. and we played them in the in the in the round robin. And, so you and Sean uh, were good buddies at this point? No, right? we didn't know. Oh, we didn't? hated him. Like, <laughs> he, he was like showboaty headband yeah, yeah, yeah. guy. And, was he a headband Yeah, guy? yeah. Everybody used to call him like his last name was Walker back then. And yeah. So everybody used to call him Air Walker because he jumped really high. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And he was like this little, he was like a pretty boy with a bandana. <laughs> was he? Yeah. And, uh, and then. Um, He's going to listen to this. Yeah, yeah, he probably won't. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, so we hated each other, right? Because he was a great hitter and we had a bunch of, and then actually, Chaput was their setter. Oh, so, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we knew, like, we didn't know them, but we were just rivals with that school. And uh, and it was like a, th- it was like a, I don't know if it was a, there was a third set or not, but it, it was like t- maybe it was just two sets we played. But our whole school was watching, and like we had this right, like he was cranking it, we were cranking it, and then that guy, remember our team that came back as the best player? He was like our worst yeah, player bench. Yeah. They went to camp Younger, and he came yeah. back, and yeah, and he he was a lefty, and he cranked when it hit Sean, and Sean turtled, and it hit, went off his shoulder and hit the roof, and everybody in our gym was going crazy, and we destroyed them in that in that second set. And then we met them again in the finals, but we had a tricky, um, we had a, like a third setter that we shouldn't have, shouldn't have been a three setter in the semis against a team that we should have walked over. And everybody was gone from the school. So there's no loud crowd. It's after school. You know, yeah. people just caught their buses. Yeah. So it was dead quiet in the gym. And we just knew we were going to lose <laughs> because we were quiet. Yeah. And we peaked too soon. The crowd is gone now. Yeah. And our coach was like, uh, as Prada. And he's like, our coach is like, uh, guys, like, this is like, you know, you guys have no energy. I can feel it. Like, yeah. you know, I could be at home with my wife right now, but you guys are like dead quiet. And we're just looking around the huddle. And we had, we're just like, yeah, let's, let's go guys. But we didn't believe it. Right. And we lost, we lost the final to them after like that round robin thing. It, it makes so much sense. 
yeah we peaked too soon right yeah and the noise was gone like you know what i mean like yeah the day was home games and there was crowds all day yeah and we just couldn't get loud you ever have that where you just can't yeah. get up like your team is just like it's kind of crazy well and so that's the the now i want to ask you about that like the the energy um of your team owns loud own loudness or the crowd's energy and loudness right yeah so the more you in a, you're in an environment like that you learn to like it's amazing to have that crowd energy it is well, it is but it's also you learn that it becomes irrelevant exactly it's, right it's, you know you know we learned coming out of that like our team we were like we said that we play better when we're having fun like when we start taking things seriously because then the loudness sort of is natural right like there's cheering and laughing and smiling because every time you, you grip the wheel too tight yeah and that's where like the reps come in i think because that like more reps you have the less meaningful each rep so you're playing loose yeah right that's where i think people forget how important it is to just like get out there do it as often as possible as much as possible so next time it becomes flow it's yeah, like yeah. oh yeah i'm just gonna wail on this or i'm just gonna roll this or i'm gonna comes automatic and uh we we figured out that we have to be loose to play yeah. and we have to joke around on the court with each other like you know like a little laugh here or there smile yeah. like, you ever you ever have matches like that where like your team's really loose and you're having fun uh and you just play better versus the uptight player who's like sometimes way too intense and then i, I mean it depends on demeanor because i'm not a joke around guy on the court much yeah i no, but, I but but when you're looser like you shake things off faster yeah. right yeah and that doesn't necessarily mean loud. Yeah. We, had, we were playing, we played a beach tournament uh, yesterday, like a fours beach tournament. And uh, we had someone on our team where <laughs> we were laughing because like you got a monster stuff block. And uh, the girl on our team was like defending, she's a libero. And she was like, ooh. Yeah. Every time, like it was over the top. And, and I was trying to like, yeah, I we were around. Like, you, you and I both made a sound like, ooh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's funny though. I uh, yeah, because it can fire up the other team, right? That's what we were thinking. It's like don't taunt, you know. Yeah, it's funny you think that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We both. I heard you laugh about it, and I laughed about it at the same time. So like, that's not that's not our style of play, but it is funny. Um, yeah. I, I, so I think that like, I think that coaches that do it, um, I think there's something really interesting about it. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> It, it's a bit of like like what you're saying like maybe in that first match when the crowd was there maybe it's just like uh you get lucky every once in a while with the, that crowd energy and it does work in your favor but the the objective is that you're unaffected by it and so and i can definitely see because it was the same day and you had the next match and everyone's gone right mm -hmm. so and especially as high or like school, a couple match yeah later in the same day yeah. later but still in the same day mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and so especially as young athletes in the sport you know, you're not used to this Yeah, That would have been, that was the, the experience for you. Right. Yes, and yes. then it's kind of, it's not surprising at all that you couldn't find the energy. <laughs> yeah. Right. But obviously you remembered that. And yeah. now the next time you're in a, in a big crowd or, and we but. were the better team in case Sean is listening. <laughs> we were the better team. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We literally lost like to a team that we should have beat. Yeah. I think, I mean, it was a good rivalry, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bitter. I'm over it though. <laughs> yeah. Not like me it's like and my thirty years ago. <laughs> it's like literally. Is it 30? Yeah, it was thirty-one years ago. I can't believe that. Oh, that's Holy crazy. Smokes. It's weird because I'm only twenty-eight. Yeah, that's I the don't, that's the weird. I don't well, even know I, how that. That's how time machines work. That's though, yeah. That's uh, nice. skipping right. back and forth. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, no, yeah. Sorry. My my other question was um now that. 
Yeah, this isn't chirping. So chirping is something else. Like this is something we'll see. You it, know, can, you, it can cross over into chirping, though. I guess, like, right? What, uh, like you, you don't see it often, but every once in a while, like you see it on the AVP, mm-hmm, or you'll mm-hmm. see it on in World League and stuff. Yeah. But you have to be Casey Patterson. Yeah, yeah. The ca- yeah, the cameras really have to be paying attention. The yeah. commentators really need to know the player's history and like of, of certain people who will who will kind of do that. But that's that. Those are those individuals play style or they have something or fires themselves up yeah. yeah casey patterson was never i don't think mean no he's always just said funny stuff in yeah. the middle of rally <laughs> he's just like mixing like tunes after <laughs> he gets like a bouncer a day or does a little wave, wave like a yeah, break yeah. dance wave does, like in the yeah. olympics i was famous yeah um that's, yeah and that's genuine passion and fun and that's his personality it's not fake it looks him. like fun yes that's what it looks yes like to me. yeah he's genuinely having fun and, and i think opposing teams love it like they like hearing his little words like you're like, oh my god! Like, did you see that? <laughs> he's like, he's about his own play. Does he say stuff like that? Sometimes he'll say something like, you know, wow, or something <laughs> like after he does something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that's fun. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, he's never. I don't think anybody's hated Casey Patterson that way. I mean, I guess if you're losing, you might not like it. Maybe, but, but like, I don't know that. That it's pretty genuine. It'd yeah. be fun to play against someone yes, like that. Yeah, because he's not being a jerk to you. Yeah, he's just being fun. He's having fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that, like, I see a lot of parents, too, like, they do want their kids to be louder on the court. Like, a lot of parents will post about this stuff online, and it's, like, I, I think they're ma- mistaking confidence for loudness, and I think they're mistaking aggressiveness for loudness, well, right? Because the loud doesn't mean aggressive. Sometimes they're focusing right. on being loud, and they don't make the play. Like, I've seen yeah. players like that. You know? I think I think that a uh, connection or a, an attempt to connect to aggression, which connects to anger which some players can harness their anger right in a way that is devastating but then if but that takes a lot of practice it takes a lot of practice and yeah. exposure and it might that. even be genetic but and it might even be like genetic right? yeah it's it, sometimes it, i think it is probably is for sure is, yeah for sure um but that's just it like i think we keep going again to this comparison of pro sports and stuff right and then and i think the the false cheering or 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 forced cheering is just a way of trying to replicate the crowd yeah because yeah. not all pro players are loud right not like all this, pro players are loud. yeah a lot of them I, I would say that most of them they get loud like we talked about in those genuine moments of you know key point key play yeah but i mean they talk i mean like volleyball is a very chatty sport right like it is good when the team's chatty yeah. and talkative like that but it's not like yeah let's go for the sake of let's go it happens like it's like tennis right like we also go back to tennis but like you know like the come on in tennis right like come on is when a player's like yeah. fired up and if they start faking it you're like i don't know if that was a come on worthy yeah <laughs> you know i think leighton hewitt was the guy who started all that stuff but uh the come on was a big thing that really? I, I first remember him doing it a lot Maybe not, maybe not. It's weird when you first get into watching tennis, eh? And now, now I'm starting, the more I watch it, the more I understand because they're they're literally so alone on the court. Yeah, I was just talking with someone about this today, actually, how tennis is so cool that way. Yeah. Because it's not even like beach twos. It's it's uh, it's more about you. And then, yeah, and comparing to that, like beach twos is a really weird sport. Like, I mean, I just, it's because I play it that mm. I think it's really cool or whatever. I'm sure what, what other sport is played? Well, there's tennis doubles and. But well, those are but be. the key the key differences with beach it's like um 
that is the core sport. It's twos. There's no one-on-one. Right. Right. Because yeah, in tennis, yeah. the pure one is singles and the doubles is like an afterthought in the players' minds too. Yeah. But but right. core beach volleyball is just two players. And right. there's not a lot of communication in tennis doubles because it's already formulaic and kind of known. Yeah. The... There, there's some, if you want, like they're whispering all the time to each other and they're right, talking. Right, right, right. It is, but it's just not. But once, the, I mean, play, once the ball is in play. Yeah. Yes, but they do have their strategies. Like there's like, okay, I'm going to take more angle. I'm yeah. Take, so there's a lot of that in beach. For but sure. You, but it's not like the block. In tennis, like, you meant, sorry. Yeah, sorry, in tennis, yeah. yeah. But but it's still the secondary. Like, you know what I mean? Like in it's beach not, volleyball, it is two players. Yeah. And it's like, and they're blocking. So like that, yeah. if tennis players could block. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Murdered at the net. Yeah. <laughs> Hold a racket over your <laughs> privates. <laughs> Uh, they get hit more with the ball in, in doubles for sure they do and they always apologize like if they mean it yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like hitting someone in the face after a spike kick. sorry it's like hitting the tape on the yeah, serve yeah oh sorry, sorry. yeah yeah that's are every, you no 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 sorry not sorry yeah um yeah, I think that I think that we're we're making a mistake when we tell players to get out of whatever makes them comfortable. There are loud players, and they can be loud, and there are uh, naturally quiet players, and I think they should be allowed to be quiet. Yeah, because then if you think about it, if the goal is to make them a confident player, which is what the noise is sort sort of replicating, there's nothing more confident than a player who's allowed to be themselves and doesn't feel like they're being punished or benched if they're yeah. That's what I see all the time. Is like coaches trying to. It's so fake. It's like it's like. It's like coaching a player from the outside in. Like, you know, I see successful players like this, so I'm going to throw this on you. Yeah. Like, they might not even, they're probably only noticing the loud player too, by the way. They might not notice the sign on the assassin, right? Who's like steady, stoic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I think it's just, I think it's just a bit matter of like, are you helping the player, um, be stronger mentally or are you giving them one more thing to think about and to hate themselves over right because I as a lot of young players you're like like i said that force is nothing worse than a young player who's like forcing a cheer it just like, it feels so obvious like i i don't think I, I i never had a coach well yeah maybe they would say the things that we've already mentioned like yeah we need to bring the energy up or talk more and like you know, it never really, it, you're pointing out there's something wrong, but it's not really a good solution to it or whatever. Yeah. You know, and it always just ha- had this, left with this void of like, well, what do we actually do? Or And the big answer to that would be, why why haven't we prepped for this in practice, really? Exactly. Right? Yeah. I think that's it right there. I think that like, you and, can't fake energy. Yeah, you right? can't. You can't fake energy. And I think you're right. Like, it, actually, we talk about this, the crossover. I think you and I talk about this a lot in life about how preparation takes stress out of performance yeah. right like the, if anybody's listening and they're like thinking about it at job or at your school work or whatever the more prep you do the night before the le- weeks leading up the way the way much more confident you feel in whatever you're doing right yeah. so then there's a lot fewer worries so that could lead to, that's the comp that's what you want is the confidence of prep and then the noise and not noise doesn't matter and the the other way of saying that is um having it's this it's means the same to me you're having your practices more intense than your games yes that that to me is pretty much the same two same sentences yep right i mean it's you're at now i'm adding in a criteria for practice to make it even more intense yeah than, no than your games but no, if, if it, you do it should be it should yeah, be it should be yeah. yeah and your game should be the easiest part of your week like in terms of yeah you're at the point where it's laid back and free 
versus how we we sort of emphasize it the other way like people goof around in practice they take practice light and then they show up nervous and tight for game day when if you are prepped like crazy and uh, taxed from your practices like exhausted and finishing hard and you know intense then the game becomes like a fraction because i love that line remember we said this before like you don't rise to the level of your competition that's a myth we fall to the level of our training yeah if coaches and players and parents can remember that like we fall to the level of our training yeah that means that you want to up your training bar big time because in the game that's what you're gonna you know because it gets tough so you rev- you want it to you want to fall down and make that your automatic baseline yeah then that's you want that level to be it's funny eh, when you think of it that way because that way okay let's let's up this minimum that we're going to fall to um by training uber hard and then the noise becomes irrelevant yeah yeah because yeah because when you exactly bring it up the intensity like this is what i was thinking in uh, practice uh recently with with uh pete against up in uh, Peterborough. Yep. But uh, because it was, it was getting more and more intense, which was great. And like the only ever solution after each rally is like just to reset. And just because, you know, we, we, a few times we went on like a four point air mistake run. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty, cause especially cause we're just siding out back and forth. So like four points is huge all of a sudden. Yep. And then it's like, just reset. And then trying to get back into that not thinking state, right? Well, every rep is replicating what you have to do in the game. That's why scrimmage is so yeah. good. Scrimmage yeah. is the best. That's all we did. Scrimmage we would so just good. go play with other teams yeah. on the beach all day. And and then let it get competitive because it does. Yes. And like, and it's not like, and again, this is respectful. No one was like, we weren't like blah at each other. Or no, because you're like, in it together. You're benefiting yeah. from the competition. Yeah. And I was telling you, like, I was only angry at myself at the mistakes I was making. Yes. And that's that's the way, even though it's not ideal, I know, like, I need to. Well, if you it, dwell, no, it's good, it's good to get it, but you just don't want to dwell. rather have it. The dwelling, the dwelling is the problem. Yeah. Right, right, right. The, the, it's good to be, like, upset with yourself, understanding that you did something wrong, but don't dwell. Right. And, like, you can get upset with yourself as long as it's making you more determined. Well, and, and we, we had a great, like, uh, after practice, like, kind of just talk, me and my beach partner. And yeah. then that was good because it kind of cleared the air because I felt like I had done a bunch of, like, dumb stuff. <laughs> right. And then we got to talk about it. And then I see that he doesn't care. He just wants to see that, like, we're trying hard. And, He's like, probably thinking about his dumb stuff. Yeah. And, there was, yeah. Th- and then we just talked about all the good things that came out of it. Mm. And it was so good to have a practice that intense. And now, now I'm thinking... Like even when I'm at home and I go to like work out, it's like if I can just treat this like uh, just do it harder, it's literally going to make my next game easier, my next practice easier. Like because yep. it's it, even even in a when I'm at a tournament, it's like oh we got to go warm up now and like I need to treat take warm up seriously because like yep. I got to be fully fired up before I start a game. Sweating before the first serve is yeah, what I like say. <laughs> the tournament we were playing on the weekend, we didn't warm up because <laughs> no. and I'm like. We sort of scheduled it so the games were the warm up, like the early yeah, games. Yeah, were, yeah. yeah I kind of exactly. Know. Yeah, Which, exactly. That's what I was saying. Because you like, know, imagine if we started against the other good team. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Crappy. But if that was like a competitive tournament, like I would have uh, been out there like twenty minutes, like yes. fired up yeah, and stuff. Right. You want to be sweaty before you in a real in a real tournament. You want to be sweaty before the first serve. That's what I always tell players. Absolutely. If you're not sweating or before the first, then you're not in it. You're gonna lose a few points. Yeah, it could make the difference. And then and then that can if and then you can end up dwelling on it, and then it, it can roll into yes, right? yes. But I love like see. I think for you especially like because you are a thinker and uh, and I'm a thinker too. But it's weird like um, I think yeah maybe with age. I don't know when I started like just being better about the next point. 
I remember when I was telling you about the, the time and uh, I was like getting like I was 17 on the, my university team and yeah, I was like just yeah, yeah. Don't ace. Serve me. I was like, don't serve me. And now somewhere along the line, I've changed into like, oh, please serve me again. And I mean it. You know what I mean? Cool. Like it's not fake. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's, that is what I need to, and I'm getting yeah. there and uh, yeah. I, I know what you mean. It's, it's weird. It literally is, it's just a belief. Um, yeah and just understanding i think there's also like, i think it goes into the reps like the amount I think of reps it goes into the reps and yeah. I think you can you can connect it to because it, it and that's why i brought up the the exercising because if you have been working out or practicing just you just say i've been putting the work in and uh, this is i i noticed that in in hugh's book of uh what was her name sarah sarah parsons her name yes you mentioned her as will Hyde in the book but yes yes i think that's what she mentioned is she uh she talked about a moment how when they were down and they said like let's just play our game and then all of a sudden she had this a bit of a realization she's like yeah we've been working like crazy hard for four years this is not our level of play ours is above this we can do this and then they go out and then they they end up winning that game right yeah. so i think that line like falling to the level of your training is just like yeah that's such a good line because it, it means that that's what you got to set your bar at right that's yeah. what you got to train at and that's where the reps for you especially i think like and i mean it's hard to find right like it's hard it's to hard find, to find yeah. a beach uh, team like we, we were lucky when we were playing because we had like six or seven good beach teams a lot more guys played yeah, beach yeah. back then so we would go out and just play saturday sunday if we weren't in a tournament or you know weeknights and uh and that way come tournament time you're just a little more you're just like okay yeah just yeah. more serves more meaningless i think i serves. saw the tail end of that right like i maybe yeah played a little bit with you guys, yes yes when you're, yeah um yeah it's just it's just that benefit that's what it is that's why that's why you know you go to the big centers where all the guys are and yeah that's that's who works out and so like that that's where the real confidence come from. I, I don't think it comes from the noise. I think the noise is a byproduct of confidence and you know if that's the tendency of the player and too many people see that because it gets noticed, right? By definition, the noisy team gets noticed. Yeah. And, but people don't know that it's the prep that they're doing. It's the hard work. It's the noise is like, like it's like taking a symptom of success and like uh, thinking it's the they're, cause it's the reason yeah right yeah they're trying to reverse engineer A reverse engineer that's the phrase i was yeah. looking for yeah now yeah. i see what I d- yeah yeah that's it's funny. like from the outside in right like that's not that's just a byproduct of that team yeah i remember too like when i coached you i don't know if you remember this but uh we played a really loud team uh in a bigger city from a bigger city and uh they were just blowing us off the court, but they were super loud, and our teams were super quiet because we we're like smaller area, good athletes. And yeah, like said, this club produ- quieter kids. This club tends to produce really good athletes over time, right? Um, in the long run, the quieter club does better than the noisier club. It had it, it had, had, had historically, yeah, because yeah. they uh, probably because the smaller club was getting their butts kicked at earlier ages, and the value of losing early makes you work harder and yeah. keeps you humble, right? Versus arrogant. Um, but I remember in that match, um, one of our outside hitters, Stu, who's a good outside hitter, he uh, cranked a ball and he hit a guy in the head. Like, and, and do you I know this? you're gonna, yeah, yeah I okay. know you're gonna and, say that. And then, uh, and then Stu, he was a nice guy, and he goes under the net and he apologized, pats the guy, and says, "Are you okay?" And then I remember after the <laughs> after the game, I went to Stu and I said, "Stu, two things: great hit. Second thing, never go under the net and see if the guy's okay." just turn around and high five your team because they were they were screaming their heads off at us and you guys were getting nervous yeah. as a team um 
and that like i i don't know if like i mean see there's their their noise was genuine they were big city kids that were like loud kids and um and they weren't the, the but the noise what put, do you mean their noise was genuine their noise was genuine because they were like fired up and you know and then we were a quiet team so it did have an impact on us right but any noise in some regards is not genuine like to, if you have to amp yourself up like what do well, you well so like they were they were blowing us off the court oh, okay so okay. they were having a lot of success okay and that's what made them loud like you okay, know okay. like when teams start cheering because they're on a roll sorry and all so we stuff. lost this match so we lost this match oh, yeah, yeah. yeah but you know part of the problem was i think our team was full of nice guys and and that action of Stu, like cranking, because <laughs> it could have yeah. could have been a little turning point in the match, right? Right. That he just cranks a guy, hits their loudest player, by the way. Yeah. Uh, in the head with the ball. That and is that, a huge turning. And point. then instead of going across the net and apologizing and patting him and like like sorry, it, he should have just turned around, high fived everybody, and then see what happens to their noise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But by going under, he kind of like let them know let them- that there that okay these guys are we're, we're still gonna like almost concede to you yes like we're just happy to be here sorry about hitting right. the ball too hard at you <laughs> so it was a funny moment though it's funny how that stuck stuck in my head for so long and i'm I don't, i'm sure it did with Stu too i think i remember that yeah i don't, it's remember, I don't remember if you were there but that was me I yeah i was the head coach <laughs> i know i remember Stu doing something like that yeah 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 maybe i wasn't there maybe i just uh, somehow knew yeah you're happened. watching the live stream yeah maybe. Yeah, in 1980, <laughs> no, um, pre-internet live stream. Um, yeah, that would have been pre-internet. Yeah. Well, no, the internet was out, but it was yeah, not for us. Dial up. Yeah, not and was it? Oh, yeah, I it? think so. Because yeah, yeah, it was 100. percent Yeah, because I was back from like Columbia. Yeah, I was ahead of the internet in Columbia. <laughs> I remember that. Um, but it's so sad to talk like that. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I do remember pre-internet. <laughs> People are like, what? Yeah. It's pre-internet. What? They think Jesus had a... They, when they hear about tablets in the Bible, they think it's like an iPad. <laughs> Ten commandments on two iPads. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, yeah, so I think that there's like I really... It's something that's bothered me a lot in volleyball seeing people force so i'm just thinking like everyone's gonna have a weird technological thing they'll be able to say in their lifetime yeah i'm like yeah this was i was before smartphone yeah because there's more and more technology every 10 years you're a flip phone guy well those were the first phones well no the first ones that came out were like the did you have one no no i never had okay no i didn't get one what was your first i didn't get one until i got went to university yeah, and it of was course. A, yeah, it was like a Nokia, not flip, flip. Just yes, yeah. Me, yeah, I might have tell us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it must have been. I forget the brand. Tell would us have been tell us. Yeah, tell us the Motorola would have been Motorola. Might have been a Nokia. Samsung. Would have been a Samsung. Like a, a, fl- a non non fully not. And then I got a BlackBerry, and then it was cool. Yeah, <laughs> BlackBerry. <laughs> Sorry, tangent. <laughs> BlackBerry. Um, yeah. So if you're if you're forcing loud, stop it. <laughs> stop <laughs> it. <laughs> uh yeah i i do think it's a major problem i think that i think what people are really trying to get their players to do by being loud is they're trying to get them to be aggressive pursue the ball be confident but the only way you can teach that stuff is to prep it right there's nothing worse i think you know maybe you were talking about this too like having a coach that's trying to get you to be loud when they haven't helped you do the prep work yeah like i i think the it's good to have like your bench loud and okay, then yeah. the crowd loud but like everyone on the court again within their own characteristics and personalities right if you have an energetic loud player like we try to understand why they are that way like if it is just um 
fake, then obviously I think it's easy to see if it's fake too. Yeah, I would think so. Right? right? Other other opposing teams know it's if, if it's fake too. Yeah. Or like my, my kids did on the beach when they saw some players that were doing it like fake loud, and they would like serve that fake loud kid, and the yeah. kid would collapse. And that, or I mean, even someone who is loud, just have that conversation with them, just ex- describing the energy that they're putting out and the vulnerability that they're not putting themselves in for when the game swings the other way. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you loud? Like, is this? I understand. Like, it keeps it gives you momentum and stuff, but realize that when momentum switches and you don't, you no longer have this, or you can't be loud yeah. because you're not losing. Like, it can work to your disadvantage, right? So, yeah, it is a powerful maybe, thing. That is something. It that is I think, like when the silence happens. Like I said about the story about the parents and, and even the player. The themselves that it's a double whammy well like, like you're now yeah. now you're like these you're, aren't the teams that like the teams that do the reverse sweeps are the silent killers it's true yeah. you know or they yeah. make the amazing comeback key points or, key points like you said yeah like they'll get loud at those key moments yeah but they won't be like um loud when they're down by five like because yeah. they're like you know they'll there'll be determination is what you want and like I said, I, I think some players, honestly, I see, I see young players honestly distracted by the fact that they need to be loud on the court. Yeah, for sure. And that's what their focus is on. It's not on the play. Well, it's for not sure. on the next play. That's their mental assignment. That means they're not in that state of not thinking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so like, sort of like we talked about mental training. So that, that therefore the play starts and they can't wait or they're excited to... You know, it's, th- these are the people who, when they're the hitter on their team hits, they're already celebrating before the ball hits the court. Mm. And then all of a sudden, there's like a last second dig and it pops up and they're cheering. There's nothing. I mean, I've done this before too, and you feel stupid. Celebrate too early. You're not in the moment. Mm. You're not paying attention. Focused. Yeah. Yeah. You just want to, you want that easy, you want to get that cheer out. And then because that means you've won the point. But then all of a sudden, they get the dig and then the crappy <laughs> play happens and then you lose kick, that. Kick over the net that lands oh. in the middle of your huddle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see the videos on social about that a team celebrating and then like someone does a miraculous play. And oh my, yeah, yeah. yeah. Free ball comes over and just drops on the curtain. They're looking at the ref like, and what the ref's the? like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's embarrassing. Yeah, you don't want to be that team. Yeah, I just I think that it's so weird because I don't think people understand what it does to a kid's mind when you tell them that what they want to do isn't good enough and they need to fake it. Like it's so weird. Like you're just right. I, I see these players and they're so timid that are made more timid than they were because you're now telling them that, you know how you feel on the court? Yeah. That's not good enough. We need you to be like this. And to, and to bench a kid for it, like I, to limit playing time because they're not loud enough. I think it's probably a poor cho- choice of words. I think what coaches probably mean by that is they probably mean you're not aggressive enough. You know, and they, like I said, they, they make, hmm. they, they make the, the superficial gesture of noise, their barometer for aggression. You know, because they don't say that to a player who's hustling and running and diving but doesn't talk much. They say it to a player who's quiet okay. and not moving around the court. You well, know why I mean? didn't you bring this up earlier on in the show when people were listening? Because I like to save the good stuff a, for the end. This this makes a lot of sense. Cause <laughs> I think I did. I think I did earlier when I said maybe they mistake it remember, oh. for aggression. Uh, well, what they mean is aggression, you know what I mean? Thanks, mm-hmm. thanks for listening. Even you don't listen to the show. Well, <laughs> you know. I'm boring. <laughs> <laughs> your mind wanders <laughs> you're like I wonder what I'm going to eat for lunch yeah. <laughs> my foot hurts <laughs> so he's rambling on about something I'm like peanuts but uh, that because teaching aggression is a difficult thing in volleyball it is right and especially yeah. at the younger ages and so, teaching aggression is almost like teaching people not to think 
So like, you know what I mean? Like a, a player who's aggressive doesn't think they react. But yeah, but yeah, and what part of a what part of being loud does that have to do with that's, ball handling and yeah. getting the ball to land on the opponent's court. I know. You can't yell out a ball to, to do that. I it, know. It, it is not a skill at all. No, it's not. It's <laughs> so, a byproduct of, yeah. of, of uh, hustle and, you know, I don't want to say grit. It, yeah. <laughs> I hate the word grit. Uh, only since that TED Talk. But. It, it, it is a, I think we can agree, it is a natural byproduct of a team yeah. sport right it, it it just kind of keeps the energy in your team going again and it's just like anger like anger can be used well mm. but it can also be mishandled and it can turn into um like just rage or whatever or like yes where they have more like a mistakes blowout on, yeah. the, on the court yeah yeah, yeah it leads they, to more mistakes and if it's mishandled versus focused in, right and i person, would i would sorry i would submit to you the louder player might be more susceptible to well, right and the person who's angry you probably don't even know they're angry because they're probably cool and quiet yes right yep they're probably just like laser focused yeah like me yesterday i got angry and help me yeah help me because i'm old rip those spinners yeah <laughs> i played uh first tournament on with the achilles and it went really well because i told myself not to let myself off the hook but i keep telling myself well i have to get the game footage of that oh then, please uh, don't we, we please can put don't. it up <laughs> No, if you want to see it, just <laughs> post in the comments. Yeah, please don't. Uh, it's, it's a rec uh, volleyball tournament with four players. And I was, uh, I was, bare, I almost died on the court several times. We didn't even I, have antennas. I was crying, uh, <laughs> but like, people thought I was sweating. But those good glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People thought I was, uh, I was bleeding from the Achilles. For people who don't know, I had a horrible Achilles Achilles injury, uh, Achilles tear in October, and it's uh, now what? <laughs> june july yeah and uh so like seven months eight months sorry when was it when october it? october so it's pretty fast comeback oh my but i did some good training yeah and uh came back yeah and i, I went straight to like tournament pretty much yeah <laughs> and my cardio held up and the I was, no pain and it's pretty blown away yeah, yeah i was happy but for an old guy like you came back better than when you <laughs> injured it. what you trying to say well what's, i'm just trying, trying to say, say? <laughs> like this is <laughs> so you're recommending people i'm just saying those drugs you yeah. use man. <laughs> those <laughs> drugs <laughs> steroids really uh, good yeah really I just, good uh, i had the best uh i will say i was gonna say something bad but um <laughs> no so um i think that yeah people mistake prepper I, I think the best thing you can do like we should probably do an episode on like how do you teach players to be more aggressive that'd be good, that'd be good rather than yeah. giving it away now because there's some interesting things you can do uh and i think everybody can relate to that especially when you're watching a young player it's a little like you just want the kids to go after the ball a little more uh and that and then the loudness takes care of itself if they yeah. are loud people and don't don't force it like like you said reverse engineer it's the wrong it's like telling someone to like what's something else that what can <laughs> uh example of reverse engineering something it's i don't know it's like uh like, um, <laughs> you know like, uh, uh, well, it's like Theranos. <laughs> oh yes, it's like, like oh, we have an amazing company. It is unreal. Like, give me all your money. It's gonna do all this amazing health stuff, and then all of a sudden, this fake money is dumped into it. Yes, and then when the actual product is meant to be there, and 
fulfill what it's it was supposed to do there's nothing there super fishy yeah so google theranos if you don't know what we're talking about yeah. is, a, is a tech company that like lied about the technology and they got busted for it and there's all smoke and mirrors yeah. i guess it's like really anything on instagram like the people <laughs> people that replicate yeah you know, people who say they're successful i love that one because i'm in business and i like see people that post things that are like we're so successful and i'm like no you're not it's just right really here's my cool car and it's like really five minutes later someone's like get off my damn car <laughs> Yeah, and it's like sign up for my coaching thing, and I'll make you as rich as I am, or something. And right. So now we're seeing this loudness thing is also connected to comparison to others. Well, that's one of the thing I was going to say too. Is I was like, what do we know? I mean, the other old saying is like the loudest talkers have the least bite. You know what I mean? Like the people who talk the most, right? Usually are the frauds. And that's an old saying. We know that's these an old, old saying. saying. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, more bark than bite, right? Yeah. Remember they were saying that about the, the dog reference, right? Uh, and that's what we're sort of teaching our players Chihuahuas. is to be these superficial, <laughs> yeah, superficial, um, loud for the sake of loud, just like the people on social media who talk the most about what, how great they are. Yeah. Uh, like us, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, the people who, who talk the most usually have the least substance. And I think that's exactly, that's, that's a universal law that we see everywhere. Right. Yeah. Uh, even the quiet dog Dude, versus the, the loud dog. Right, the yappy little, yappy little dog. This is a double whammy on, on. That's the second time we've used the phrase double whammy. Is it? Yeah, I used it earlier. No way. I probably subconsciously. Did you really? You yeah, must I did have. say it's a double whammy, and oh, then you geez. subconsciously. Because so I think that would make if, it now. Next time it'll be a triple whammy. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know why. Can't wait. It makes sense. <laughs> well, it's funny how if if this is being proposed to athletes as a way to. Um, to get them to be more aggressive. But I think the the reason many players aren't aggressive is because they are too locked in their head. They're too worried about, or, and not all kids, but some kids. No, no, I think you're right. They're too worried about how they look. Perception. You know, like yeah. going after a ball. And like Failing. Yeah, especially like younger girls, not just girls, but boys too. Like Yeah, it, girls, girls are raised to be super self-conscious though, but boys are too now, but not yeah. as much as girls. I agree, yeah. Yeah, like the kids Gross. I'm coaching now, I can see already some of them that have been playing volleyball, they, they are, but like the, some kids, they just like, and I, and I like just go after the ball. So yeah. And I'm trying to do, I'm thinking of fun ways to get that, to, to get them to stop thinking, right? Yes, so like yes. the touch 10 type thing where it's not yeah. too crazy and just we're all kind of like laughing and having fun because then if you're having fun, that means everyone is welcome and... Losing know, inhibitions. Yeah, losing inhibitions, no, no judgment. And then mm. you can like do this A little bit thing. of alcohol. Little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what? Jeez. <laughs> oh so, oh, I don't know what happened there. We'll edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then they'll still go after the ball and then they don't even That's realize awful. it, right? That was terrible. That was awful. Well, they, the other parents are the ones bringing the alcohol. So. Yeah, the parents are <laughs> yeah. sitting down with the little coffee mugs filled with booze. I'm like, oh, this coach sucks. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, no, it's good that you're right because taking out the thinking and then, um, and, and this is by definition is making them think and focus on the and wrong it thing. And you're going the complete opposite direction. You're making them yes. more insecure. Yeah. So it's like, oh. Uh. It's like we talked about the mental training episode mm. where we said like, okay, stop worrying. Yeah. And you're, like, <laughs> and you're like, okay, I got to stop worrying. Yeah. So we're going to get aced three times because the mental training is like telling a tightrope walker not to look down. I think it's like, don't look down. Yeah. Like they look down. Dude, and this is, this is the part of the game that was unending for as long as you play the game and as long as you are alive yep. and anything you do that's difficult this is this is a, applicable right yeah um and it, yeah 
So that's why it's and it connected to other episodes that we had way back, but like just doing more difficult things in your life. And then we were talking to parents in this example, right? Like, yeah, because that'll help them be less uh, wrapped up in their kid's success or like linked to their kids. Like they're not living through their kid now because they you. value themselves. Yeah. And, yeah. It's a, it's a fascinating topic. I mean, I think what we're seeing, like we talked about this with Hugh, it'll come up in all our episodes. Yeah. I think we're the, the worse off the parent is about taking care of themselves and building up their own self-esteem, then the worse they'll, the more they'll have to live through their kid. It even makes marriages bad, right? Like if a spouse is not taking care of themselves, uh, then they put it on the other For spouse, sure. right? And, uh, you know, it's it's an interesting thing where if you have, your, your self-esteem is just higher, you know, and uh, and then you're not, you're not, and you're not, you're not likely to do these fake things. So if the player's prepped as well, their self-esteem goes up. They don't feel the need to be loud. You could probably argue that the coaches that want their teams to be loud have probably not done enough to raise their own self-esteem or faith yeah. in their players, right? Because if they were prepping their team... It has to be related. It has to be, right? Come on, yeah. guys, be loud. Because I didn't really... I don't feel like we can win based on skill yeah. and preparation. <laughs> yeah. So let's just see if we can scare <laughs> them. off. The, yeah. <laughs> let's say boo every time they serve. Uh, there's got to be a connection there, right, between coaches who prep. I mean, coaches who really prep their teams and, like, then versus the, the coach that just gets their team to be loud because right. they are insecure. This isn't – I hope this isn't connected to, like, the cheers and stuff, you know, like – Well, before, like, before – Well, you know, like, some of the girls' teams will do, like, cheers on certain <laughs> when they get an ace and, like – I don't think so. I think there's a little right. bit more of a social, like, Same. this is kind of fun. So, well, that's what I was hoping you would say. Yeah. No, yeah. no, because that's okay. That's a little different. I'm talking about that team that needs to go on the court and make a lot of noise, try to intimidate the other team. They're, yeah. They are literally, I mean, we know they are, they're compensating for something right inside them versus, like I said, there's nothing wrong with that team that gets loud because of success or key points. And then other coaches try to replicate that loudness yeah. without looking at this, um, you know, the substance, the real stuff underneath yeah. that noise. Yeah. I think that's a good way to probably wrap it up. Like in terms of like, substance but you're like you said reverse engineer you're looking at the side byproduct of that prep yep. and hard work and you think it's the it's that little byproduct that's causing you turn the equation around yeah, and you'll get the ability or whatever or the not the not the ability but the preparation yeah you're and, overlooking all of it yeah. it's like we we do this with everything we look at the surface result and we try to copy it from that yeah. end of it like it's like the guy sitting on the nice sports car on instagram when he's broke um he it's like as aspartame <laughs> what does that work fake sugar oh what do you mean in terms of uh is that uh you know like fake sugar like uh <laughs> fake sugar yeah like yeah you know, it's all good you're getting, oh, you're oh, getting gotcha. sweetness oh, okay. but it's are you is that an expression you. well no i'm just well, uh, i think you just invented an expression oh it's just aspartame it's just aspartame. <laughs> it looks like sugar. It tastes like sugar, but it's not real sugar. It's just aspartame. Superficial. Uh, sugar. I don't know why I'm talking in that voice. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, yes, it is. It's it's uh, coaching from, you know, thinking that the end result is what leads to the, yeah. you know? It's like people who train to look great versus people who train bodies, their bodies to function great. Right? It's doing it from the wrong... Yeah. So the, this... Phil, Ke Phil Kessel, I was talking about the hockey player. Everybody craps oh, on Phil yeah, Kessel's body to... because they didn't think. I'm like, how can he be the fastest skater in the NHL if he's not working out his body? To you know what I mean? The, the myth was that he never trained and he had a beer belly. He's an NHL player in the U, an yeah. American hockey player. That, but he was fast. But he was fast and he scored a ton of goals. Like, there's yeah. no way that guy's not training. Yeah, like, yeah he's, at the, he's in the NHL. And all these like fans were like 
pooping on him, saying, "Oh, he has a beer gut and all this." I'm like, "No, no, he's probably training to be functional." Like Nikola Jokic. Yeah, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, athletic. exactly. Yeah, they, I hate this when people say that. I'm like, these guys are elite athletes. They're yeah. training their bodies to be functional. They're not training for six pack abs to look good yeah. on the beach. And I'm sure they could if they wanted to, but they would lose the functionality. So yeah, as I mean, by, by like you're trying to look the part not do the hard work that really requires that what yeah sorry uh, yeah i won't go off on another tangent. no go ahead it's okay well like jokic doesn't need to like he can dunk and he can do all this he doesn't have to have a massive vertical yeah right and he doesn't need to put those because he knows his body so well and that's the thing as a guy that big and all of a sudden he starts to do more training more explosive and put more weight on the way he handles the ball is going to change and as yeah. long as he changes it with that that's fine but like that's a lot of changes in you know and like an nba career or an nba season is intense so yeah. like if it's he's, working he's training he know, oh he's tra- and of course yeah of course he's training and of course the, the whole word but he doesn't need to athletic. like the, yeah they call him that just because like he doesn't look ripped yeah that's, it's a it's a stereotype it's like a, like it's, you see the way he like leans in like on like you can't stop him because no and i just hate that myth but again it's because people think about the superficial stuff too much rather than the yeah. substance and how a guy or player looks we, well, we talked about this in our sexist episode like his volleyball sexist there's a lot of focus on how th- people look on the court right? yeah and right. uh girls especially like how they look oh that girl looks like a volleyball player and that girl well what do you mean yeah by that? yeah and yeah. then same with that player oh i like they're loud that's the way volleyball players need to be loud no no you saw a successful team that was loud and you attributed their success to the volume? Yeah. <laughs> you think how stupid the sounds really yeah. when you say it, right? Oh, guys, I saw this team. They were super loud. And they won every tournament. So from now on, guys, we're, every practice, we're going to work on being loud. We're just... Are we going to work on serving? No. It's the loudness. I'm telling you, they win every game. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get super sticky sneakers that squeak when you move. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I don't know, like... Yeah, we're going to slap the floor and uh, yeah, yeah. scream when they... T- like, it, it's just the wrong... Like, the prep is what makes your team loud. <laughs> Imagine, like, jingle bells on your... Mm. No, it's... <laughs> jingle bells. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's good. We hit uh, just about an hour now, so I think we're uh, pretty good, speaking of not being too loud. So we will uh, wrap <laughs> this gonna up. Over, yeah. No should, we gonna end, should we end this with, like, a few seconds of silence, maybe? Mm. Would that be creepy? Or, like... Can uh, we do it? Or, like, an ohm. Um, <laughs> we should do well, no, um, wow. we should do one of those calm app like, I think or maybe our show is already maybe we, should, we should finish it with a, a little bit of meditation actually. or maybe we should sell all of our episodes to calm because mm. most people fall asleep while they listen to it because we're that's smart boring as that boring AF that's forward kids engineering okay so I think we, we can't do it eh? we can't end on like three seconds of dead air What's the big idea?